You are now tuned into Basic Concepts. Are we on? We are. We are on. And everything's kosher. Where's kosher? I'm kind of getting the hang of this. This is dope. Another episode, Basic Concepts. The perfect podcast for never. Um, housekeeping. I made the shot kind of tighter. Um, I got some feedback from some some um, people watching. One person watching. Yo, that's the thing about feedback, man. If one person says it, it counts as feedback because you care. Um, but I think that's what today's episode is really going to help tackle. Um, what counts as feedback? Uh, what counts as helping? What counts as uh, support? When to support too much? When to support not count? Um, as, as an artist or a purveyor, when are you not supposed to listen to support? We're going to talk about a lot about that. Um, before we get into anything, uh, I am <laughs> I'm just going to inform you, just in case I say anything loopy, because I know this show does get a little out there. Um, I'm letting you know today's episode is brought to you by a, a nice cocktail of Afghan Haze and City Bowl from Bewell Healing Center in Condado. Sweet, sweet mix. So, um, and I wrote down the, the strains like they're, they're where they're from, because uh, Afghan Haze is just Afghan Haze. Um, and Sitting Bull is a hybrid of Glass Slipper and Star Dog. Um, and Glass Slipper is a hybrid of Cinderella um, and Pineapple. And then uh, Pineapple is a hybrid of Ed Rosenthal, Superbud, and another one. which I didn't even know that, which is kind of interesting. And as far as the Star Dog, which is the other half of the hybrid for the Sitting Bull, um, is Chem Dog mixed with Trey Dog, and Trey Dog is actually Chem Dog mixed with Afghani. In Puerto Rico, a lot of the grows and a lot of the, the dispensaries, they have a lot of strains that are mixed with Chem Dog. For some reason, you'll also find in Puerto Rico a lot of the strains, um, they, uh, depending on who they're picking up from or who, who their supplier is, you're going you're gonna to taste like a certain kind of aftertaste, like a pine. It's like the smell. It's like the pine smell. You can almost smell it's the fertilizer they use. You can kind of smell it go through it. It almost smells like shit. So about the tight shot and the feedback. So the person told me to tighten up the shot. And... They were commenting on my, the audio because I was so worried about what it sounds like. And dude said, audio doesn't matter. It's a podcast. Audio definitely matters. Not kind of, definitely matters. So thanks, but thanks. Also, if you feel that we're not close enough, like this is, if all this shit is just too distracting for you, Put your face closer to the, to the phone or whatever you're watching this on. I, I can't help you with that if you don't feel this is intimate enough. If this is truly distracting to you, close your eyes. Like if what this video looks like, close your eyes. And then, can you hear me? See, you can hear me, perfect. Now just keep your eyes and your mouth shut and then we can get through it. Um, so, Next order of business, 
support. Let's let's pose this first question. Um, when you have friends and family, and how much are they supposed to support you? Like, what what is that about? What is that like? The reason reason why I bring this up um, is because I recently got into a, a kerfuffle, uh, like a, a a fight over the phone with my father. Um, my parents really care about me, and, and they check in on me from time to time. Um, but sometimes we'll get into fights over like music industry shit. And just a little like heads up or or backstory. My father taught me everything I know about DJing, technically, like all the technical side of it. Like I learned on vinyl. I learned how to mix and 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 go back and forth on like old school vinyl, where you had to like look at the vinyl and you know where they used to tape it up, like 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 old school shit, like the OG shit, the original stuff. And the natural progression of my artistic growth was, it's, I mean, it wasn't bound to be the same as him. He was a DJ growing up. So, um, you know, he, he stops DJing or he stops doing parties or whatever because his life changes or he just makes that decision. Um, and I think it was a big deal to him because music is important to him. Um, I mean, he's, he's always mentioned how big it was, it was and how his family must have been that important for him to, like, put that aside. I mean, I, I fucking, I get it. I get that shit, I, you know? But then I'm, like, raised in that kind of environment. Like, I'm raised in a good environment, but I'm also raised in an environment where I'm supposed to, like, like express myself freely and speak freely and be free, um, like a lot of these, these, these youth, supposedly. And it's just funny. We'll get into fights over, like, what I'm working on, like, cause I'm, cause I'm working on it and I'm frustrated with it. Like I, like, this is why I even do the podcast. Like this, it's just because sometimes working through things on my own or thinking about things on my own doesn't help. It's just better to like have the dialogue and the communication and spread information. This is how we all grow. Um, so this is a nice outlet, but this is just an outlet for me and my brand. Like, it's almost like just be, it's, it gets complicated really quick. All the issues that I, that I talk about get complicated. There's a reason why I do this. Um, and I'm not doing this just for my ego. Like, I, li- I don't even like to hear myself talk that much. Like, I like hearing myself get ideas out, but I don't like to listen to those ideas back. Like, who the fuck likes to listen to, the, to those ideas back? Nobody does. Because people say shit that they don't do all the time. All the time. And they're telling people shit that they don't do all the time. Um, but, but me and my father got into a fight. It kind of got to, fuck yous were exchanged. Fuck yous were not exchanged. I said fuck you to him. And the reason why I'm saying him, like my father, and not like, I was going to cover it up and be like, oh, you know, close friend of mine or whatever. But no, nah, man, this like, why even try to, to hide that? Like this, you know, this kind of stuff happens. But I said fuck you to him because he called me, he said I sound unstable. And that was because I was getting excited and overhype about um, just his feedback on my music, his feedback on, I, I don't know what, or wh- I don't know why, I didn't understand why he was giving feedback. Um, and when I asked him why he was giving feedback, he said something along the lines of him wanting to keep it real with me and telling the truth. And, he's, and he does this sometimes. My father's a Libra. Um, Libras ebb and flow with their idea of justice sometimes or what's right. And not to like put all the pressure on him. This is not like a, a pressure on him thing. I know he's gonna end up watching this. But the conversation, the conversation started with him watching my last episode or one of my last episodes, and, and you know doing the doing the conversation. We didn't. He didn't really say what he thought about it. That's what's funny. He'll like say oh, I saw it, you know, and then I'm like, cool. And like I don't want to. I said everything I had to say in the episode. Like this is why I do the podcast. Like I do the. I I'll, I'll feel. I'll give you. Just fill you in. I do this, so that. 
you so i so i we don't have to like talk on the phone me and you and then i have to talk to somebody else on the phone and i have to talk to somebody else on the phone to talk to somebody else and then i have to talk to my dad or then i have to talk to somebody that's like important like not to say you're not important but like that's why we don't talk we're not important to each other right now like you know you gotta think about how frequently you talk to people I have an activity, by the way, if you, if you stay around, stick around, um, there's an activity I can give you that'll really open your eyes to this, this phenomenon. So, you know, he watches, he gives feedback, he likes the way I think, he likes all this stuff, he's proud of me, and, you know, and, and time progresses, and you feel comfortable, you get comfortable, at least I get comfortable. It's like, well, it seems like he's in, a, in an okay place to hear you, and then you feel like maybe you can share some of the stuff you're working on, like music industry related or your work related, you know? You can't. With certain people, you just can't. And, and that's why I'm asking, like, how far does family support go, you know? Like, if, if your mother or father or your brother or your family member or, like, your cousin likes what you, what you do, how do you take that to the bank? Like, how do you cash that out? Um, I mean, all living in their house and, and them raising you, all that stuff aside for a minute, how do you quantify, like, if, you're, if your dad is the only person that likes your album you dropped. Or if he's the only person that hates it, right? You know, things like that. Like, if, he, if he's the only person that hates it, or he's one of the few that hates it, and he gives you reasons why, are his reasons valid? Or if he's the only one that loves it, and everyone else hates it, are his reasons valid? Like, you know, uh, it's always funny. I, I always think, like, uh, I use the idea in my head... Well, I'll tell you what he said, and I'll kind of like give you why this is funny. Uh, he said something along the lines of our back and forth. It, what prompted him to say this was I had mentioned my frustration with the fact that I don't necessarily make as much music as, I, as, as much music as I want to. I don't make as much money as I want to making the music that I like making. Meaning, if it was left up to me, I would make music with this kind of content in it. And I've done that before. I have like three, four albums out, you know, and, and three of the albums, I'm at least talking like not this kind of shit, but just mindful stuff. And, um, and that would be ideal. And, you know, you can't just do that. You do it and you try it, but that's how you grow. Like you make you make attempts to do stuff and you grow through your like, you know, explaining the progression of an artist is like impossible to someone who's either doesn't do it or stopped or who doesn't see it the same way. So. Uh, you know, then it comes out to be like, well, he, he says, I don't want you to stress. And, you know, it's like, well, I'm a stressful person, so I'm going to always stress about something. These are a great way to release my stress. I can, like, work ideas out and share ideas and, and we get through the next day. Um, but you can't avoid stress. I can't. Nobody can avoid stress. Like life is literally life and death. Like people give birth and people die and it's just about eating and making money. It's not like that morbid. But, yo, I'm not ignoring that that's the thing. We can like laugh and play the, like in between. But that's what life is. Life is the beautiful moments in between all the crazy shit that's happening. Right. So we go back and forth and he says, well, I, I sent your relative who he kept anonymous and he says, this person's closer than you think or than you imagine or whatever. And then he says, and I asked what you think. I asked what they thought of it. And they said, man, I'm cool, but I don't like his music. Like, it doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me dance. And, you know, they kind of give it, gave their feedback to my, to my father. So two people, not just two random people, two people that are close to me, right? But then he tells me this. 
And with as much work as I do in marketing, music, and all, social media marketing and all this stuff, and just in, in, in online business, it's just so difficult to like listen to because because he thinks he's helping by like saying that and even if he was you have to ask like what's the intention of someone telling you yo me and somebody who i who i you know we listen to music and we're telling you man you know you might have to give it up like or maybe what he said um why don't you make music people other why don't you make music other people like and not music just music you like what is artistry the fuck is artistry since when was it about what i can't even unpack that and it's not that i'm above or, or anything like that yo this is the same this is a lot this is why we talk about the feedback like the family doesn't get this part of the the creative process of be of like the, the the professional side of the creative process like it's it's easy to to book gigs where you're like shouldn't say it's easy there's a way to book gigs and perform if you're a dj and you're a dj that doesn't produce music and you're a dj that doesn't produce music at all or maybe you made a song there's a certain way that you have to apply for 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 dj gigs and when you play DJ gigs, there's a certain way you have, like, if you ain't make a song ever, every song you play ain't yours. So it doesn't matter how good of a DJ you are, it ain't your music. So it's up to you whether or not you want to be that. Now, you can produce music, right? Let's say you produce all types of music, right? Dance music, this music, that music, hip hop, blah, 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 blah. And then you DJ. But whenever you DJ, you don't DJ your music, right? Like, that shit, is that good or bad? Is that weird or not? I don't know. Like that's just it's just an it's just an artistic choice. Like there's no fucking right or wrong with this shit. So when someone who only listens to music or who like sometimes makes music only for fun as a hobby because they love it and it's not about money for them, right? When they are giving you feedback and advice, they they ask questions like, "Well, how do well how what type of song do you have to make to make money? Or like, how do you make money in music or some like crazy shit and and then like naeem feels i feel like you have to explain this to these people like you have to explain to them like your position on things because they don't get it and it's okay if you don't get it it's just yo i would never i would never go up to a fucking restaurant owner or someone who's in a restaurant and be like I don't know. I've never sent a dish back in my life. I've never sent a dish back in my life. If somebody sends you a shitty dish, they're probably going to send you another shitty dish. Like, aside from overcooked, undercooked type shit, you know, like, this is, I guess, I guess restaurant touring is a bad idea, but I'll give you an even better example. My dad's a cop, or he was, he's a retired cop. So if every time he came home with a story about how he didn't catch somebody or how somebody got away or or he wasn't the one to arrest him or you know some shoot like i don't know i i would never be like hey man how'd you miss how'd you miss him man you're a police officer right and then and then be like well since you can't catch bad guys why don't you just quit why don't you just stop doing that or not quit what is the, what do they say when they're when they're talking to artists like put more irons in the fire or some crazy shit like this for the record is an iron in the fire i'm a recording artist 
I'm recording this in an artistic fashion. You're a consumer. That's the kicker. You're a consumer. Okay, yeah, you do stuff or you did stuff or you produce stuff. So then what do we so then what is any conversation that anyone has with an artist aside from saying thank you for doing stuff? That's the only thing you could say. If my father ever, if I told my father, yo, you didn't bring enough money in, <laughs> this house is cool, but not cool enough. That's unreal. That's not realistic. That's not a realistic request or an idea. Like, so I pose the question, how far should family support go before it's like, all right, you know, like, because here's the example. You are a music producer or a DJ or you're an artist, right? You meet a lot of people. And one day you meet somebody to work with on some music. And you guys vibe and you click. And you make music and life is good. And then you move to another city and state and you meet somebody else. You don't like what they do, you don't like their style, you're not into their music per se. So your efforts, anytime you're doing something related to music and growing your position, if you meet someone and they're like, oh, you know, I'm looking for someone that does this and you don't do that and you know someone that does that and you fuck with them, you put them on. You wouldn't put the person on that you don't fuck with from another city. Like, fuck the other city. It's just like, you don't usually put on people you don't bang with. Like, I'm not, if I knew somebody who did country music and they were cool to me and I, and I, and they were in passing a homie and I found out somebody else was looking for a country music singer and I knew that contact, yeah, I'd pass it along. But if I thought they were a bad country music singer or their shit just ain't working, I probably wouldn't pass it on. It wouldn't be in my position to. So when it comes to family members, even if they don't fuck with you, they, like family members are able to be like, yo man, your music's bad. Have you ever considered that? And then the next day, or literally in the next breath, if somebody walked in and be like, hey, we're, we're giving out opportunities for people who do music, they'd pass it to you. My father would pass it to me without fucking blinking because he's my family. So that just means the industry is who you know, period. It doesn't fucking matter what you do. There's a million things you can do. You can do whatever the fuck you want. It's, dude, it, it was 2019. There are repercussions for certain actions, right? My father also talks about like uh, certain realities. I call them physics but he calls them realities, like gravity. Gravity is a reality. Gravity is a physics, a physics, a physic, physicality. <laughs> because you can fly. We put people in airplanes all the time. You cannot lift an airplane, right? But it flies, right? So if it's going fast enough and it's moving in a certain, like enough direction and lifting, you know, we figured out a way to make it fly, even though gravity. So does that mean they're falling with style? Who cares? Does it get people to point A to point B if they want? Like, like, to be like, well, airplanes, therefore, are the devil. Or people who do airplane shit are just crazy. Like, that's, that's the funny part. It's the, dis it's the dismissal of people you don't understand and ideas you don't understand. I didn't curse my father out because I hate him. I cursed him out just like I cursed people out in the last episode. Where, oh, by the way... I got my sounds with me. Yeah, boy! I gotta remember to use them. 
Um, but there's really, I get, I get so hyped. I think if I had like a, a good r- r- rapport with somebody else, if somebody else was here, I'd be able to be, I'd be focusing on more when they're talking. I'd be like, Brooklyn. Haha. But anyways, so I just, I, you know, when I, when I say fuck you, it's not like fuck you because I hate you or anything. Like, <laughs> like I'm, like I'm talking to him. But no, it, it's like when you say to someone, you sound unstable. That's synonymous with calling them crazy. And when you call someone crazy, that means you either don't understand them or you just choose not to. Or you think they're crazy. And if you think someone's crazy, you don't call them crazy. It's just what you don't do. And if you're like too, you know, there's a lot of things connected to that. Like that's why Dave Chappelle went loony, you know, with his situation. But that's why I ask, how far should family support go? Because family support's kind of insane. It kind of supports you whether or not it likes you. And sometimes, depending on how real your family member can keep it, they will let you know that they don't like you. I mean, but everybody's family's different. Everybody's got different family, family dynamics, man. Um, yo, I have a homie. He, he had a family member once. He posted up either a video or a song or something, and his uncle or cousin, like a, like a, like a quasi-close relative, Posted on his video in response saying, yo, this is whack. You do this. You do that. Your whole style is just mumbo jumbo backpack. Like, like dissed his whole shit. And this guy had supporters. So his supporters were like responding and they start fighting and arguing and stuff. But the dude who the artist was was confused because the person was his family member. So he like went on the inbox and he was like, yo, what's up? Why did you do that? And his, and his cousin goes, yeah man yo now you got a reason to make a diss track now i put the you know i put the battery in your back and now they now they hype now give them a reason now give them a reason to support you or something you know and that's was like what that's so crazy that that dude created that drama to get that response i mean that's great marketing i would have never thought to do that but well man but this is fucking fake news you know and and it's just based off of negativity that shit's boo-boo and that's just funny. So there's a difference between being um, helpful and being just like negative and stuff. Uh, you have to know the person you're talking to. This is like this goes into like finesse of any situation. You can't know people and then, or you could know people. I guess is, is the deal. If you know people and you choose to do things that upset people like continuously, knowingly, is a bit worse than like doing that and then not knowing. But that's the whole re- like reason why the music industry and things like that are so frustrating because it's all built on relationships. So you have relationships with people that do things like day jobs. Like, all due respect to my father, he worked like city jobs until he retired. And and who can say that they've done that? Like lately, that's like it's a feat. He's done. He's put at least 25 years in the police force and before that it was other city jobs but he, he clocked in and he clocked out and and got it in and did his overtime when he had to but that's work like that's that's putting in the work and i don't know what he wanted necessarily for the benefits per se but i take advantage of the benefits as much as possible and i don't think he understands that raising me outside of the the circumstances where i had to struggle as a kid like i don't say the hood but where he had it kind of creates this dialogue for me, this narrative, that people who struggle feel like they've struggled more, even my father. So like the whole reason me and my father will fight is because he feels like he struggled and fought to get where he had. So if he sees me like, not to say stressed out, but he does, if he doesn't understand why I'm upset with something, 
then it won't click. He'll just, for him, it's like easier to let go of the things that don't mean anything. You know, that's like, that's what makes it complicated. I make money off of the things that he doesn't give a shit about. And he gives a shit about things that I don't give a shit about. Not him, but people like, yo, for example, in this same conversation where we had the fuck yous and all this stuff, he had asked me what I thought about Kodak Black. Kodak Black's like video where he like, I can't believe I'm about to say this. There's a video where Kodak Black is, is basically saying that he will get with Nipsey Hussle, the reason dead rapper's wife or girl or whatever, now that, she, now that he's dead. He, he wonder what she's up to and he'll come scoop that up. And, and, and he said this in front of homies in the studio and it's not like he performed this, but somebody was recording it. She's gonna be a whole widow while I'd be the best man I could be, fuck. I'd give her a whole year. She might need a whole year to be, to be crying and shit. The dude, I ain't trying to shoot at her. I'm saying this is little look. No, she could do two, three years, but I just. And and then somebody was like, "Wait, bro, hey, man, what?" And he's like, "No, I'm just saying, you know, I'll be a shoulder to cry." And it's like, like you know, he he he, it was scumbag behavior, um, obviously, like, but it made headlines, social media news headlines, and rappers responded, and people did all this little big fluff, 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 and my dad is a consumer of this media, so of course he found out about this. But Kodak Black is fucking 20, early 20-somethings. Like, why does my dad give a fuck about Kodak Black? And what Kodak Black is saying about a, you know, sometimes it's like, what? So he asked me what I thought, and I told him what I thought. And it's pretty much like whoever Kodak Black is hanging out with obviously doesn't have his best interest in mind because they recorded him and they uploaded that. And, I'm, and if they showed that to him before he uploaded that and he was like, cool, do it, then he's an idiot. And he's too comfortable where he is. But even though the fact that he said that, he's just too comfortable in his position. But why did I have to say that? Shouldn't that be obvious? Who the fuck cares about Kodak Black? Why do you care? Why does anybody care about Kodak Black? Answer. Please tell me. Why do people care about things like that? I'm not saying care about me and not him. What I'm saying is it is not difficult to see Kodak Black is not the best role model. And Carol good he is at stuff, at, at persevering through his stupidity. It's like, and then we get into the Jay-Z conversation. My dad is not an avid Jay-Z fan. He never was. But now, because Jay-Z is talking about investing and buying Picasso paintings to give to his kids so that they can go to school or whatever the fuck he's into now, post-drug money. My father, my parents, but my father in particular, applauds him. He shook the hood off, right? And that's good. I, I get what well, that's cool. I think that it's not... It's, it doesn't take a rocket scientist or I don't want to like belittle anybody, but come on. If something bad happens, like immoral, you can see it's immoral. You wouldn't do it, right? So if we look at things like Big Pimpin', you know, <laughs> I, I use Big Pimpin' as, as an example. But we knew Big Pimpin' was bad when Big Pimpin' came out. 
with the bottles and the boats and the bitches and all that shit. We know we knew that. But now Jay Z grew. Well, yeah, if like anybody can grow from big pimping. It's just how fucking ballsy are you to be like big pimping and then oh, but my wife now and my children now. Fuck you. I could see that big pimping was bad when I was fucking seven. But he's shaked that image and now he's like wears suits. So we just gotta like go with that and 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 and, and applaud that. And I and I'm not for that kind of stuff. So when I look at things like Kodak Black now, like yeah, I totally foresee guys like Kodak Black being businessmen and entrepreneurs and doing things like Nipsey Hussle does. But he can do that now. He it doesn't it doesn't and he can yeah he does it in forms and shapes and forms which makes him a, a proud person like to be proud of. But if he talks like that, he's obviously not in the place in his mind where he should be, you know, whatever. Like, you shouldn't be, like, listening to him and taking his words then, right? Because he's not ready. So this is what it comes down to. I don't put this stuff in rap music because when I do that, people, not all people, because I have have some supporters, like, that will ride or die (laughs) for some reason. Weirdos. That, that like what I do and honestly benefit from what I do and they, and they learn from what I do. But then there's people, like it happens all the time, they're not haters, but they don't get it or they're out of the loop. I remember once uh, my father asked, why do I make reference rap? Why do I make references that nobody understands? I'm like, what do you mean nobody understands? I get them and like people who watch the shows or do the stuff, like it's a, it's a reference. And it's like, yeah, it just feels like people who are outside of the reference are kind of like are left out and then it kind of, I was like, all right, well, I mean, see, at that point, it's like, I don't know what to say. Because, you know, you tell me, like, they, when, you know, when, these, when they family member will say, well, we love you because you just wanted to know if what you're doing, you know, is, 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 is working. But then I have, like, man, I have, a, <laughs> I have almost 14,000 plays on tunes. Someone's lying. Either those 14,000 listens are bullshit Or what my father say? What my father saying is bullshit. Look, look in the look. Sick AF, great flip, dude. Fire, fuark. Wow, nice work. Nervous, so underrated. Serious, dope. Gas, crunchy, dope. Sick, smooth. Yeah, sure. There are also a lot of comments that when you when you um, on SoundCloud you can like make it so that people have to comment or repost your shit in order to get the download. So some and so when it comes time to they're like put your comment in, because um, if they don't comment first, they still got to put it in, and um, and it's a great way to like uh, you know get more followers and stuff, but some people don't they're like so disconnected from the moment they'll do comments like, B J B H B or F. There's some that are, and I reply, I reply to them I'm like blah blah blah, F G D G H G I mean and it's. And it's cool. Like, that's basically you'd be giving me a fist bump, kind of, with your elbow. Maybe in passing with greasy hands. Yo, good job, yo. Like, you know, that shows me you, don't, you downloaded it because you couldn't comment without it. But give a little give a little, little, little footwork, some effort, you know. But, yeah, situations like that. Like, what does that mean? 14K? Yo, in my world, that don't mean shit. I, 14K and I'm still doing a podcast. And the podcast ain't 
it's that's cross promotion. That's like that's that's moving your brand on different levels. Like that's stuff that I don't like to talk about anymore because y'all don't you don't get it. There's money being made all around you. There's money on the table. You don't get it. You want to complain about the fucking internet and people posting. Fuck off with that. Especially if you like are not pleased with where you are. If you're happy with where you are and you're like comfortable with where you are, cool. Do what you got to do. I remember a couple years ago, I fought with my parents because I did a rant about working all the time and working hard. Hey man, what's up? I haven't heard from you. What, do you hate me? That shit's starting to happen. So, creating opportunity in the music industry is not like a 9 to 5 job where you have the job or you don't. Anyone trying to shoot for a record deal right now, unless you are like the best at your craft and you spend all your waking hours doing your craft, you really gotta focus on something different. I'm not sure how many other industries this goes for, but it seems to go for a lot. Sometimes you gotta focus on things like marketing or things like building your audience. Uh, anybody that's running any kind of business, especially nowadays through the internet, stuff like that, your friends are not your business. Your friends and family, they're not your customers. So if you're a musician and you're starting to break out or you're trying to break out and you're like, and you feel like you're good enough, fucking figure out who you sound like. Figure out who you're like similar to, you know what I mean? You look for ketchup, you look in the sauce aisle. There are other sauces, but the ketchup will probably be in the sauce aisle next to other ketchup. All this extra work I've been doing around my fucking music craft, not just making music, is taking up every fucking waking day of my life. Like, literally. It doesn't take up all of your waking hours. I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know what opportunity you're waiting to, like, show up. I don't know, man. Who you know is what's going to get you where you need to go. What you know is going to dictate how long you stay where you are when you do get where you need to go. I don't know everything, and I know that every day I learn so much, so you need to be aware of what you know about what you're doing and learn more if you need to. You don't spend every possible waking moment or any moment you have to breathe to get better at the craft that you say you want to do. You're just wasting your fucking time. I'm sorry. For the record, this is only for people who bitch and complain about the place that they're in and what they're doing with their life. I fucking complain, so I gotta fucking change shit. The tools that I have right now to produce are not quite up to snuff yet, so I'm doing what I have to do with the material I have that is actually quite good to exchange it for emails instead of money. And just giving you fucking heads up. Facebook is a fucking business and marketing tool, and if you're using it to socialize, that's cool, but if you got some business, you better get on it. So I'm targeting all new fans that are interested in shit that's similar to mine and stuff that's related to my page uh, to build that shit. So you spend money on Facebook-like ads, get people to like your page, retarget those people based upon what they do like, exchange some email addresses with them, and then retarget them with the product. Targeting, and then the retargeting, and then the re-retargeting with product... That's shit that record labels do, and that's the shit that rappers or fucking producers don't want to do, and they think it's corny because nobody wants to ch I only lose my cool and my lighter because I'm not a fucking marketing guy. I'm a musician. I'm a music producer, man. I'm an artist. Like, But it's important. You have to fucking do all the parts of your business in order for the shit to run. If you have a product and you have a fucking idea of who your audience might be, and you have a way to distribute it, market your shit yourself. Do it yourself. It's gonna take a long time, but if you can get 1,000 people to give you 100 bucks, right? It's 100 fucking thousand dollars. Get off anybody's dick. And this whole time, the artist, or me, or whoever the fuck, is supposed to keep their craft good. That's why it's like frustrating, because you gotta do the good business and good art.
So, if you're not really sure what I'm bitching about, the fact that you made it this far says a lot about you and what the fuck you're doing with your schedule. But if you know what I'm saying, like, can I get an amen? Man, I can go on forever. The conclusion is, get better. I'm gonna stop this right now uh, and continue doing the work I was doing. I'll probably hide at you guys later with some more bullshit, but deuces! And, I, and you know what we fought about? Me smoking in the video. The fact that I had a doobie. Not listening to what I was saying. And that video is still poignant to this day. It's still poignant to this day. But that's the thing. It's like the doobie is the thing. What are kids going to think when they see you smoking? Fuck what? What? Have you ever seen any movie ever? The amount of rape, killing, punching, kicking, driving, murdering, and, and blowing up cities. And, and you're talking about doing, smoking a doob. I mean, now granted, like... All due respect to my to my folks is not a folks bashing session. I, I you know I've I've learned about people and their preferences. My mom has never smoked, so I I give her the props and I won't go to the home anymore smelling like it. But that's kind of why I had to move out. You know, my family was supporting me. When you're in their family's basement, you can't tell them anything. You can say stuff, but it doesn't matter what you say because you're not doing shit. Like, they're paying for your existence, unless you're paying them. Um, and I was saving money. I would never... I mean, I didn't. I choose not to move into an apartment in New York. That's why I'm here in Puerto Rico. There's a reason why things happen the way they happen. So, you know, it's just separating your network from your social network, man. If you got a business, it's cool that your friends support. I w it would be great that your friends support. But it's really not that day anymore where you need, like, ten friends to, like sell lemonade to and then they tell their 10 friends nah you need people who like lemonade we are in a world where such preference is so high that there's no like if they don't like your shit so what it doesn't matter anybody anybody standing anywhere spewing negativity about anti anything like uh on something here let me let me let me make this clear anybody spending their time going up to something saying this is bad is wasting their time because you can either, one, spend your time in your own space saying this is bad and not in other people's arenas who are doing stuff, or you can just shut up and go look for something you like. But, like, you know, we're in this place and time where people are like have to say this is bad. But they'll never say this is bad to things that are actually bad. They'll say this is bad to things they just don't like. This is what we're dealing with here. You don't like something, you don't have a preference for it, so you think that if, if for some reason that person or that situation, you have an opinion about it, that's the thing. Like, it's like you've, never, you've made one hamburger in your life and then you're like going to the gourmet hamburger chef or just even anybody at a hamburger place and being like, yo, how could you fuck that up? Or, or look at the hamburger chef and be like, who's not happy because, you know, they want to make the kind of hamburgers they want to make and not fucking hamburgers out of, like, frog meat or something, you know? And then you look at the hamburger person and be like, what can you do? What can you do to get out of your situation? You have to, you have to just make the burgers you want, man. Just do your thing. You know what my father told me? He said you have to, he said you have to promote yourself. I'm going to clear something up, just to be clear. This podcast is a form of me promoting myself. 
I don't want to spend my time talking about things that are supposed to make sense. I do it because my mission in life is to give back that way in exchange for my success in, in, in producing music and creating vibrations and sounds that I want and performing them. So just because I'm not doing what I want right this second doesn't mean that I can't do what I have to. My father raised me to, to know that very well. His version of having what you have to do is like school and all that stuff and like jobs that you don't like. And then what you want is later on when you retire. And that's a very valid version. It's, it's one way. I like to think, well, you can have what you want right now if you want. If you work hard enough for it, you could. But in order to get what you want, it won't always pop off the way you want immediately. So you have to do sometimes what you don't want. I'm the school of thought to make sure the things that you don't want to do are as close to what you want to do as possible so that it makes sense. Like that's, I mean, that's the kind, that's the step. And if you don't know how to do that for yourself, I mean, yeah, I can help you, but not for free. I've learned this is, this is the work. This is the work part. If I told you, you wouldn't do it. That's the kicker. If I told you what you had to do, you wouldn't do it. You're watching YouTube right now, or you're listening to a podcast. Unless you are also doing something which you really can't be doing anything thoughtful because you're like having to listen to me. I'm not just talking nonsense. If you are not right now doing dishes or whatever and you, you fucking don't have one hand in your pants or you're just sitting fucking on your couch or in your whatever, like you're not making anything. You're not helping anybody by just fucking having opinions. Not, this is not directed towards my parents anymore. This is like, this is people in general who, who want to know how but don't really want to know how. They're like, they want to know how, but then they're like, but you don't have to say how, you know, because if you told them how much you paid to learn how, they would be like, well, I have to debate whether or not I'm serious about that. I do marketing. Yeah, I produce music, I'm a producer. The first thing people ask you when you produce is or whatever is, not the first thing, but it happens a lot, is like, so what do you do for money? Producing music and making music doesn't always make money unless you have a way, like, like even for the most top selling artists, <laughs> Drake's not eating off of record sales. Like, yeah, he can feed people off of record sales, but he's not eating off of record sales. He's eating off of his entire other business structure, like a whole shit, and it's not secret business. You just find products to sell, and tickets can be a product experience to a show. That's one way. There's like, aside from the, the six ways you can make money doing music, which is crowdfunding, showing up to places, record sales, publishing, selling your skill, and... Um, merch most musicians most humans sell their skill they go to the job they clock in this is what I know how to do and most people will apply for jobs 
getting paid less than what they would get paid? Well, you know what? I won't make that assumption. Let's not jump too far. People just sign up for jobs and get paid wages that they are acceptable, like acceptable wages to do stuff that they don't know how to do, that they can learn. They bullshit their way in. Oh, you know, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Then they get in, they learn how to do it, and you just do it, and you got a job. And that's cool. You get your money, right? This is that for me. Hello. This is my fucking day job. The difference between my day job and other people's day job, not everybody else's, because there are people like me. I don't have to wear pants to work. I don't have to wear pants. I can smoke weed and you and it wouldn't make a fucking difference. <laughs> it's actually better when I smoke. <coughs> it's funny. You know, so I've created the situation, whether you think it's antisocial or not, we're connecting. You are emotionally responding to this technology man so I feel the only exception to listening to your family or listening to your what you know opinions is when they are actually footing your bill like they're like you live in their house because think about it if you have a record deal and you're an artist and your labels like yo do it like this and you're like no nah, I don't want to and they drop you well fuck what did you expect they wanted you to do it the way they wanted to do it but if someone's not paying your bills like they support you, right? But if someone's not paying your bills, what they have to say is truly just opinion. It's just their thought. And it's just their, their you know? Because, yo, if they only said good things, right? But things are not happening the way you want in your career, do you hang your hat up on that one person? If somebody told you, yo, the painting you did, or that speak, the speech you gave, or that, you know, that song you made, Yo, it changed my life. It stopped me from committing suicide. Like, I was having a fucking terrible day. I thought it was nothing was going to happen. And I listened to your stuff or I watched your stuff. And now I, like, I have all these ideas. Yeah, boy! Like, do you say, oh, fuck you, bro. You're lying. <laughs> Stop trying to jerk my chain and kiss my ass. No, you say thank you. You just say thank you because they say thank you. They're supposed to say thank you. When you see an artist that's, that's doing stuff, say thank you. There's nothing else to say, but thank you for doing stuff. There's no, like, how do you have the, how do you have the position to be like, eh, it's not what I want, make it to what I want. There's so many things that exist. So, you know, yeah, I like moaned and moaned and moaned and groaned about that stuff. And I'm going to give you some real hard perspective on marketing and how it relates to music and the rest of the world. And, 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 and hopefully this dispels some of your confusion or, or uninformed opinions or whatever it is. So ever since the TV, radio, broadcast, all that shit, there have been advertisements. There was a point in time where the TV turned off at night, but there also was a point in time where it didn't. 
And that was because advertisements ran all the time. Do you ever notice on certain TV channels at certain points at night, it's just commercial? It's just ad, right? They're like really long commercials. That's, that is the advanced version of advertising and webinars, like for the TV and radio world, because that shit's old school. Old school. That shit's old school. A TV, like, yeah, they're plasmas, right? But you don't watch TV on plasmas. You watch fucking Netflix. You watch internet. <laughs> Nobody's watching cable. And if you watch cable, woof, what are you watching? Please put in the comments below. What are you still watching on cable? Stop watching it. It's, it's programming. So the internet came, got rid of a lot of that um, force being forced to see certain ads kind of stuff. But now, but before people realized that ads were a thing there, ads were a thing there. Ads have always been a thing on Google AdSense. AdWords and stuff. People were running ads. You, you search something on Google and, and, you know, if somebody says, I want you to put my ad, in, I want you to put my ad in front of people who look up this word or these words. Like, you got to understand how it works. This, this Google is the fucking one pulling all the strings. They're like, hey, man, if you want to sell your basketball equipment, you can and then you go online, you put in a bunch of keywords for basketball related, and then somebody somewhere else searches basketball stuff, the words that you put in, and then your ads jump up there, depending on if anybody else has also put those words as keywords, depending on, and you know, and if more people put those words as keywords, that means they're popular words, and if they're popular words, you gotta pay more for that, because the, more, the demand is higher, it's just how it works, and this shit's been going on since the beginning of Google, and it was cheap at the beginning of Google. Now, this shit's expensive, and it's almost, it's not impossible, but it's very hard to do, and you don't make much return on what you're investing. But, in came Facebook and Instagram, and those started doing ads too, and now that's the place to do ads. Right now, as, the, as of the recording of this, of April 12, 2019, that's the place to be doing ads, and if you're not doing it there, you fucking suck. You suck. You suck. Cry about it. What? Like, you suck. You're not making money off the internet. Like, that's just it, man. It's just what it is. And there's free money. There's, like, people. And, okay, maybe not making money, but if you don't have a product to sell. But how many times have you seen products that you're like, oh, I, got, I need one of those? Because people are targeting the things you like and you click, man. It's, like, easy. That's easy. That's the light work. That's the, that's the, that's basic, man. So, think about the products. You have all types of products. What are the, I mean, dude, you have products from hats to things to this to that and to that. But then you also have, like, services. So if you have a service, you can advertise that on all these channels. And if you want to learn, you can sign up for courses. That's why I made a webinar. That's why people make courses to teach because it's not about just going to college anymore and just getting the shit like from college. Like that's so, yes, college is a great way to get certain certifications, but that's just it. You get your certification, you know, but you don't have to, you don't need a bachelor's degree or a master's degree to make money. You know what I mean? You can make money whoever you are. And money is the thing that people want. So you take marketing, for example, for I'll, I'll give you the example. This is my favorite example. I, I usually tell this to people a lot. The physics of marketing. You have a a a dentist. Or you have a I mean, doctor or you know someone who is servicing someone and an exchange happens you pay you get the service 
there are certain fields and industries that have standards. And if you break those standards, you might mess up your clientele, you might mess up your business powerfully. So consider like the car wash or the car mechanic place that wants their website to look like a bouncy house castle like fun zone. You know, if you were trying to make that those people do better as a marketing person because you're, you know, in marketing, that's what you do is you help people grow their business. <coughs> if you tell them, yo, you can't have this bubble house, bouncy house, castle, purple website for your car changing thing. Because the industry just doesn't indicate that, you know, it's just, you know, the most success that happens to get new customers, because marketing is about getting people new customers, you say, well, you have to do this, you have to make it look like this, you have to make it look like this, this is how you optimize your shit. If that person says, no, nah, man, I really need that bouncy house castle website, they'd be silly, right? You'd be able to say, that's kind of silly, you can't do that. So, because there's just certain physics. So, when it comes to music, the same physics apply because if you if you start running ads on that on the right kind of website for that that car mechanic guy he will start getting customers people start needing him you know and the same thing goes for you know their bigger clients and i, I you know i don't want to start talking about the, the particularities of the industries and the fields that make more money that's that's part of the, the marketing juice um you know you can have clients sign on for months at a time and they're paying large amounts of money to have you run ads for them. And which means that the techniques you're using, they can't like them. You have to think about an ad spend. You know, if you spend $20 over a week for an ad, yeah, that's fine. Because like, it was a week. You can spend $20 in a day. But if people are spending thousands of dollars in ad campaigns, at a certain point, there's only so many ads people can see in one day. Like there's only 24 hours of, of day. You know, you have to spread it to the next day. There's only so many, so much ad people can see in one given day. And you could spend a lot on it and it may put you to the top, but that's the thing. The people who spend the most then will make the most or have the highest conversions. Without good, I, I digress. But the point is, if you told that, that car mechanic guy, you can't make your website like that, and he was like, oh, man, that's bullshit. I, I, you know, I, I want that. You'd call him crazy. So when it comes to music, the same kind of physics apply when you invest the amount of money on, a, on the right thing. If you put the right money on the right ads in the right field in the right industry, you can get customers. But in a car mechanic place, a customer looks like someone who's coming in to get their car worked on. And you can, people Google all the time certain areas to get their car worked on. So there's like some location-based aspects of that. But when you talk about a music thing, that's not location-based unless you already know where your listeners actually physically are. And like, and if you are just putting out music and you don't know where they are prior, it's not a bad thing. You're just still learning. And your fans could be anywhere because it's the internet and people anywhere could like any kind of music. So you have that. But then if you tell someone right now for this industry, for hip hop, this, was, this is what works. This is what your website has to look like. This is what your music video has to look like. This is what your music has to sound like because this is what gets the most customers. In the music world, the customer, I don't know, you have to be clear about what that looks like. Like, like does it, someone who buys tickets, someone who does what? You know, in order to get the conversion of the money you want, what does the customer look like? And if a marketing person can connect you to that kind of situation which they do on the highest levels because they have the hold on radio and and uh uh the the what is it radio and tv and that's what commercial music they're shoving down your throat or it feels like they are because they can show you whatever the fuck they want because it's their money it's their broadcast it's their system it's their program but the internet's not like that 
you can turn off the radio and the TV, but on the internet, you can turn you can turn it off too. But when you turn it on, you don't have to listen to the one thing. So, you know, if you're following me here, if you tell someone what works in the music industry, meaning what can get you like on the radio, because that can get you the most spins, right? Or what can get you in a position to get the most attention? And you tell them it's not what they're doing, they're going to have a fit, just like I had a fit with my father. They're just going to be like, no, nah, man, it's not true what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. There's, there's at least one person into it. If so one person's into it, that means there could be a thousand people into it. And because the, there's fucking seven billion people on this earth. And it just, if there's a thousand people that are really into it, you can, you can convert those very easily. You can convert those very easily. If you run the right advertisements, yeah, you got to invest a little bit, but you can convert a thousand people into some sort of profit. You tell me if a hundred bucks, you know, 25 bucks, four times a year, it's a hundred thousand dollars business just off of a thousand people. We won't get into particularities of that kind of stuff, but you have to consider these kind of things nowadays. If you have the right finesse and you have the right movement. So that's why artists get upset when you tell them that their shit isn't, doesn't work because in the world of the music industry, it's almost like a lottery. If you invest money and run ads on something that's not popular, that won't work and people won't like right now, it'll probably cost you more money to run ads to find all those people. Or, or basically, you would have to focus on a niche rather than trying to focus on something popular. Like if you try to aim for what, what is actually working on the biggest scale right now, you don't have enough money to match up to that. It's fucking stupid. Even if you sounded just like them, the amount of money you'd have to, run, to spend on ads to get in front of the amount of people to do that, you don't have control over those streams. You'd have to know somebody to get in there, right? So that's why on the independent level, it's actually more beneficial for you to focus on your niche. When you focus on the niche, you're like fleshing out the people that would specifically be into your shit. And how that works is like someone who's into one, one aspect of you and then another aspect of you that's different. And then it's like that Venn diagram, the people. This is what I teach in my course. This is like simple shit. And you can like find your niche if you really, really like work hard and focus on yourself and build out what you're trying to do because it's real. And it doesn't matter if people don't like it because you're converting. Like you convert into situations and, and, and opportunities and money, and you, it's up to you what you can create. But you have there's, there's there's people that just don't get it. So when it comes to the marketing for music, I believe that it's impossible to market for music successfully all the time or every time. Like especially if you don't have many types of clients or many different kinds of clients doing different kinds of things that are hot or popular, because you'd 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 be better off that, that's why artists don't change what they're doing you'd be better off being really good at what you do so that when what you do works eventually when trends come back around you are known for doing that <coughs> a lot of artists unintentionally do that they stay doing what they're doing so long because they don't they know that one day what their shit's doing is going to be hot and popular so they'll they'll be able to like do it and everybody will love it and that's a real thing. So, you know, and that's crazy. But you know what? If you were a fucking doctor or a dentist or some sort of like person who gets clients and you said, nah, man, I want to keep that bouncy house castle playhouse website and I'll deal. I, I want the customers, you know, you'll have five customers. I also use the I use, use the equation. What is it um, like dentists who want? a Halloween themed website all the time, like with death on it and, and, you know, goth. And it's like, yo, you might not get a lot of customers. The customers you have will be hardcore fans, but you're going to need, a, you're going to need at least a thousand hardcore fans and you're going to have to figure out how to convert those, not a thousand, but you're going to have to figure out a way to get more of those fans in here 
because that technique is very niche. So niche, you go for when you're independent because you can grow niche and still make a living off of it. And if you want to make, you know, like commercial money, which usually at that point, your, your product is not, you have nothing to do with your product and you have no hands on it. It's once it's tapped by the markets and the, and the, and the, the audience space like that, it's kind of out of your control. And I think people love that kind of music and that kind of content, you know? And then, they f and then, you know, the funny thing is people feel like they're forced to listen to that shit. You're not forced to listen to nothing. You can listen to whatever the fuck you want. Unless, I mean, yo, I have the radio in my car and I'm like, not, I mean, I'm in Puerto Rico, so I, I listen to salsa music. But come on, man. Don't be a, a chicken. Don't be, don't be someone who's like, I can't. They're just feeding it to me. And then I can't. I can't listen to anything else. There's nothing else out there then you're just not a good listener. You're not a good consumer. How, do you, how are you a bad consumer? Like, you, there are bad consumers. You, I mean, that's the thing. There's some people overindulge. Some people are, you know, that you, you, that's why I talk about consumption. You got to think about it, man. I'm a producer. I produce content, creative content, visual. I went to school for visual media. I didn't go to school for music. Because the whole time, people told me the music wasn't going to make me money. So when you create that aura around yourself, money, the music is always going to be here, and then everything else you're doing to make the money. But the thing, the reality is, you have to know where the money's coming from if you're doing music. So I already said the six ways to make money for music. There ain't no other way to do that. I mean, there's, I, I, hopefully I said crowdfunding and that shit. Because that's one of the six ways. But that's the thing. I can crowdfund right now. Yo, link below. Patreon. Hit me up. If you want to learn something, though, my classes aim for people who just want to, like, consume. You got to work. And I teach this shit to you. We could do it as fast as 12 weeks. We could do it as slow as you want to. But the shit's out there. The information's there. I already paid to learn this stuff. And I'm still paying to learn more. And the amount of money you don't even... I'm not even going to tell you. Because there are techniques that you can use. You know, I tried to use this analogy with my father about punching. And, you know, like, sometimes you can punch all day. But, like, when you see people punching holes through stuff and holes through people and knocking people out with punches, you want to learn from them. You want to figure it out. And right now, there's a bunch of people that, are, that look like they could punch hard. They figure out a way to make it look like you could punch hard. They make it figure out a way to make it look like you're doing what you're doing. And there's a big social media bubble, social bubble, where a lot of people are, like, putting forth something different than what really is. And people fucking love it. They love talking shit about it. They love being like, man, you know it's really not like that. Man, you know it. And they love hating on it. Fucking people love that, man. They love looking at it and being like, ugh, those guys don't really make that much money. You know, the fact that rappers still throw money in the air is asinine. It's beyond me. And that's strip club aside. I don't... It, it, I get into debates with people about this, too. I think strip clubs are still are kind of weird places, but, you know, as much as they're cool, it's like... Should you even throw money in there? What is the, what is throwing money, man? Like, <laughs> that's so weird. Throwing money in a music video at the camera. Why? Have you heard of stunt money? Have you heard of stunt money? This guy's a stunting on y'all, man, and y'all are sitting here trying to figure out whether or not you should be listening to them. Oh, what do you think about what they say? I'm just holding these shits. I don't got no money, man. These hoes be asking me for money. They be like, let me get some money, babe. I say, man, I ain't got no money. That money you be seeing me with on Instagrams, 
that be fake money, man. That be prop money. That This is not my money, girl. I do not have nothing. I don't listen to them. And that's okay. There's mad shit you can listen to, man. So if you're an artist, man, you know, don't ever feel like pressured by opinions. I, I go through this shit all the time. You know, this, you, you got to find ways to build your brand. And if nobody gets it, nobody gets it. You know, it's like you, you make the money the way you need to make your money. You build the thing you need the way you build it. And, and if you get to a point where somebody else thinks that the point that you're at isn't what you should or you wanted or whatever, then fine. Like even your happiness, man. The parents love being like, yo, I just want you to be happy. But it's like, wh why? Don't, I mean, yeah, maybe as a kid, the kid kicks and screams about being happy. That's a big theme with the, with the millennials wanting to be happy. But happiness is a fleeting fucking sentiment. Happiness is not something you just wake up and you are. You can wake up and think happy thoughts. But you can think happy thoughts and have your life in shambles and not the way you want. Like... You can also wake up and have everything you need and everything you and beyond. And, and then you can think terrible thoughts and not be happy. So happiness isn't like, oh, well, I have this. Therefore, it's that happiness is something you have to fucking maintain. And that is what we're talking about here, like the maintenance of happiness. Um, I'm wondering, is there enough time? Hmm, I'm going to have to do it next time. Next time, we're going to have to get into the Kujikiri. I promised you that we would do some meditation stuff. But I guess this is all like part of the conversation, really. If I, you know, this, this kind of stuff, if it gets too heavy, I do a lot of meditation. I also smoke a lot of weed, but, you know, that just helps curb all the stuff. Because, like, it, the day goes on. You still work. You still got to do shit. You know, if I didn't smoke or if I didn't meditate or whatever, if I didn't come to peace with my stuff, stuff that people would say to me similar to what people say would devastate you'd be you'd be you wouldn't be able to breathe you wouldn't be able to do what you do so you got to ignore things and also take as much as you can like the the juice you kind of hear what they're trying to say <laughs> and and if you can figure it out and you extract what you need to you know i i, I extract it. but it's like if you're already doing what people are suggesting too don't get upset that they're telling you to do it it's just part of what they're doing as people who don't do if you especially if you're working on something longer or harder or more than what they have or you're just more involved and they just don't know and they just want to be supportive and they're just uninformed you just got to give them their got to give them their two cents you got to let them let them rock you know they they mean the best and they mean well and they love you and that's i know that that is true with with my father and i think that's the deal is they want the best people just have a fucking hilarious way to like express that um so you know we do what we can episode 45 basic 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 concepts yeah boy uh before we go let me know in the comment section <clears throat> or no not in the comment section uh actually if you're interested you should inbox me this stuff there's a portion of this that I'm going to be dedicating to doing birth chart readings. Um, I'm getting really good at those, and I'm really excited. I want, to, I want to do more. And they'll stay anonymous. What you do is you inbox me. You have to know the exact time and place that you were born. But you inbox me location, time, place, and the nickname you want to use or whatever. Or, you know, and I'll just <clears throat> keep the name nicknamed. And, uh, and, and we'll get stoned, and we'll look at your, uh, your birth chart. And we'll see what's good. Um...
Love you. Naeem Hakeem. Signing off. Motherfucker, don't reach, 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 reach. I had this fear that everything is gonna crash. I get my shit together, get up off my ass. Everybody's like bag, 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 get the bag. The seat competition ain't really worried about them. If homies get the secrets, it's only cause I allow them. Don't mind me, Trevi Pappy, a homie, doubt him. Don't sign me, happily stack up a mill without him. I'm here to take back the land from the absolutely nastiest pestocrat rats in the evil clone bot dark Sith Lord mobbing them. All the voting ass lobbyist copies that be slobbing them. Probably.